Hello and welcome to the Yoruba Proverbs Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemi Ologunde. This introductory episode will provide insights into the Yoruba people, the Yoruba language, the Yoruba literature, and the depth and richness of Yoruba Proverbs. So to start with, I'll be talking about the Yoruba people. The Yoruba people are one of the largest ethnic groups in Africa. They inhabit Western Africa and are found mainly in the parts of Nigeria, Benin, and Togo that constitute Yoruba land. The Yoruba constitutes around 42 million people in Africa, a few hundred thousand outside the continent, with further representation among the African diaspora. Outside Africa, the Yoruba diaspora consists of two main groupings, the first being that of the Yorubas dispersed mainly to the Western Hemisphere between the 16th and 19th centuries, notably to Cuba and Brazil, and the second grouping consists of a wave of relatively recent migrants, the majority of whom began to migrate to the US and UK following significant economic and political changes of the 1960s to 1980s in Africa. So a large majority of the Yoruba population is today within Nigeria, where they make up 15.5% approximately of the country's population. And this is according to estimates from the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA. Significant Yoruba populations in other West African countries can also be found in Ghana, Benin, Ivory Coast, and Sierra Leone. Most Yoruba people speak the Yoruba language, which is the Niger-Congo language with the largest number of native speakers. So up next, I'll be talking about the Yoruba language itself. So the Yoruba language is spoken in West Africa, most prominently in southwestern Nigeria. It is spoken by the ethnic Yoruba people, as I mentioned earlier. The number of Yoruba speakers is roughly 50 million, and about 2 million people speak it as a second language. So as a pluricentric language, it is primarily spoken in a dialectical area spanning Nigeria with smaller migrated communities in Côte d'Ivoire, Sierra Leone, and the Gambia. So a pluricentric language, sometimes called a polycentric language, has several interacting codified standard forms, often corresponding to different countries. Many examples of such languages can be found worldwide among the most spoken languages, including but not limited to Chinese in mainland China, Taiwan and Singapore, English in the UK, US and elsewhere, French in France, Canada and elsewhere, Spanish in Spain, Mexico, Colombia and elsewhere, and many other similar languages. On the other hand, monocentric languages have only one formally standardized version. Examples include Japanese and Russian. In some cases, the different standards of a pluricentric language may be elaborated until they become autonomous languages, as in the case of Malaysian and Indonesian, and also in the case of Hindi and Urdu. So the Yoruba vocabulary is also used in the Afro-Brazilian religion known as Candomblé, in the Caribbean religion of Santeria, in the form of the liturgical Lukumi language and various Afro-American religions of North America. The practitioners of these religions in the Americas no longer speak Yoruba or understand it. Instead, they use remnants of the Yoruba language for singing songs that for them are shrouded in mystery. 
So using a lexicon of Yoruba words and short phrases during rituals is common for them, but they have changed since Yoruba is no longer a vernacular and fluency is therefore not required. So Yoruboid languages are a collection of 14 related language clades composed of the Igala group of dialects spoken in South Central Nigeria and the Edekiri group spoken in a band across Togo, Ghana, Benin and Southern Nigeria, including the Ichekiri of Wari Kingdom. As the principal Yoruboid language, Yoruba is closely related to the Ichekiri language spoken in, in the Niger Delta and the Igala language spoken in Central Nigeria. So up next, I'll be talking about the Yoruba literature itself. So this is the spoken and written literature of the Yoruba people, which is one of the largest ethno-linguistic groups in Nigeria and the rest of Africa. The Yoruba language did not have a written form before the 19th century. English-educated Anglican priests made many early contributions to Yoruba writing and formal study. So the first Yoruba grammar was published in 1843 by Bishop Samuel Ajayi Crowder, a Yoruba linguist who was also a Sierra Leonean Nigerian clergyman and the celebrated first African Anglican bishop in West Africa. The written form of the Yoruba language comes from a conference on orthography from the Church Missionary Society in Lagos, Nigeria all the way back in 1875. The first history of the Yoruba people was compiled by Reverend Samuel Johnson, who was also of Yoruba origin, back in 1897. Reverend Johnson was an Anglican priest and a historian of the Yoruba people, language and culture. He was a distant cousin to Bishop Samuel Ajayi Crowder. So in essence, the formation of written Yoruba was facilitated by Yoruba people themselves despite the use of the Roman alphabet. So next, I'm going to talk about the Yoruba proverbs and how they are used, the origins and so on. So a proverb is a speech form that likens one thing or situation to another, thereby highlighting the essential similarities that those two things share. In Yoruba culture, just as in every other culture globally, there is a great deal of importance attached to speech and the spoken word in general. The Yoruba people approach speech with deliberate care, taking great pain to avoid careless, casual or thoughtless statements whose damage might outlast several generations and lifetimes. To this effect, the proverb, Enyi Loro, Boba Bale, Fifo which means speech is like an egg. It shatters one drop. So this proverb bears witness to this concern about careful speech that the Yoruba people hold in high regard. In addition, the Yoruba speaker strives to ensure that the idea they wish to communicate reaches its target ungabbled and in as specific a form as possible. Suppose an explanation for such care was necessary. In that case, one need only remember the importance of relationality in close living communalism, especially when speech also happens to be the most available and therefore most common transactional medium. In such a context, to paraphrase another Yoruba proverb, the prudent not only correct application of speech 
causes the cola nuts to emerge from the pocket, whereas its careless use calls out the sword from its sheath. Resorting to proverbs is the most essential and most effective strategy that the Yoruba people have devised to optimize the efficacy of speech and the spoken word. The richness of the Yoruba culture is proof that in the absence of proverbs, the spoken word falls short of its mark and when proverbs aid speech, communication is direct, forthright and straightforward. In the same vein, the Yoruba proverb, Proverbs is the horse of speech. When speech is lost, proverbs are the means to hunt for it. So this proverb attests to the straightforwardness, the directness of the Yoruba language. Generally, proverbs are deduced from close observation of life, life forms and their characteristics and habits, the environment and natural phenomena, and sober reflection on all these things. Because they are held to express indisputable truths, albeit with some qualification, they are used in a discussion or argument, appeals to established and undeniable authority. This is one reason for their virtual indispensability in both formal and informal verbal communications in Yoruba society. So for the format and outline of the episodes in this podcast, they are presented in a standalone format and the podcast certainly does not cover every Yoruba proverb as that will be impossible. However, the goal is to showcase the richness of the Yoruba people and our rich history, culture and language and also to provide some kind of ongoing education to the new um, new generation, especially those that are now being born outside of Nigeria, to be able to hold on to and remember and recall the, the language and the richness of the language that has shaped generations of their family, basically. Each episode will feature five proverbs with their direct translations and their meanings, followed by a brief explanation and applications to daily life. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. The Yoruba Proverbs Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowale Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Ologunde. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolari Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review the Yoruba Proverbs Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts and please share the show with anyone that you think may benefit from it for questions comments or any suggestions please send an email to bdemi at bdemiologunde.com please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so thank you for your time see you on the next episode bye for now